Hey, it's Triple M Aussie right around the country. It is a privilege for me to welcome one of the most iconic bands to ever take the stage, infamous growing up in Australia. You hear a song from the Angels and you imagine hearing it live. It's raw, the energy, it's aggressive, captured on these recordings. Whether you sung it at birthdays, hitting the pubs, karaoke, you know them all. You know them all. They're iconic. Am I ever going to see your face again? No Secrets 2, also. It's an energy that can't be matched. And what happens when you take one of the greatest Australian rock singers slash performers ever, Mr. Dave Gleeson from... <laughs> you pair them up and you get an Australian music extravaganza. It's an energy that can't be matched. It's the reason why they're playing sold-out shows around the country. It's hard work. They've earned their stripes. They're still good now as they ever were. John Brewster and my mate Triple M Knights buddy, partner in crime, Mr. Dave Gleeson. Welcome to Triple M Aussie. Thanks for having yeah, us Maddie here, Matty. Cheers, mate. Yeah. Welcome back to Melbourne. Great intro. Thank you very much. <laughs> That's a great intro, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it. I'm excited. I can't wait to play now. <laughs> <laughs> he wants to see us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want to come down and see you got sold out. That's exciting. How good is it to be back on the road and to know that you got a sold out show? It's incredible. I mean, we've just we've done, I think it's 17 or 18 Red Hot Summer shows. We did the Blues Fest on Good Friday. And it was, I mean, we played to 30,000 people and they were under one tent. Yeah. It was just amazing. Yeah, unreal. Yeah. And all the, yeah, I, I reckon we've played uh, to over 200,000 people in the last, uh, since the start of the year, which is just mad, yeah. especially uh, Red Hot Summer. Hats off to them to put an all Australian bill on. Yeah. And like we played at Bendigo, there's 20,000 people there to see all Australian bands. And we were yeah. just like, and they just went nuts. So it, it was a real shot in the arm for, for us as, as performers yeah, and yeah. for people enjoying the show as well. And now to be back in the pubs and clubs and selling them out, man, it's unreal. Hey, mate, it. Give us an idea. What, what happens behind this? Come on, behind Red Hot Summer, <laughs> I want you guys to vote who was best on ground, who was worst on ground, who's stealing people's riders, who's going in and doing stuff. Uh, you know, in the old days, we used to be so competitive with the other bands. You know, <laughs> you'd walk past Rose Tattoo and they looked like they wanted to kill you or something. You know? <laughs> but these days, it, it's it's such a great sort of music community. Yes. And yeah. we all love each other, you know, yeah. every one of us, uh, you know. I mean, I've never seen Vanessa Amorosi, Amorosi before. Amorosi, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but, oh my God, how good was she? I mean, mm. and, and she actually played after us because uh, because some of the performers couldn't get to, where was it? Uh, Toowoomba. Toowoomba, yeah. We could, yeah they couldn't yeah. get there because Virgin cancelled some flights mm. uh, because of weather. It's not their fault. But yeah. uh, So we played early and I said to Dave, you know, it's a bit early. I mean, how are we going to go? Yeah. We'd killed it. Dude, I, I saw your photos on your Instagram, man. It's literally, they were, it seems like people are so excited about music now. Yeah. They're at a festival from the start. Yeah. Did you know what I'm saying? It's not they're like not, they're coming in to see the last three bands. That's exactly right. They are there to see that. They want their whole day to be filled up with great rock. And yeah, uh, talking about backstage and how we all get on. And we all do love each other, but I'm yeah. talking not only for us, but every band on there. 
everyone wants to be the best band on the <laughs> yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, there is a bit of that. And that's, <laughs> that's, why everyone, that's why everyone gets such a great show yeah. because everyone just wants to get out there and go, all right, now yeah. it's our turn to show our wares. Yeah, so it's great. Man. Great vibe. What's it like being part of a festival that goes for like three or four months? Yeah. Well, and, was, and you're going regional too. You're playing yeah. to people who don't, you yeah, know, not in yeah. the cap cities as well. Yeah, the last one was in Cairns right. and that was amazing. They were all great. I mean, they were all sold out. Yeah, you know, thousands and, and of people. Because it had all been postponed from um, from 2020. Yeah. Mm. Um, so it ended up being, it was the 10th year celebration, anniversary celebration in 2020, and that's yeah. what we're all doing. But yeah, then uh, that was like, it, we, I, I think it ended up all up being 28 dates or something like that of a mm. of, of full Australian tour, yeah, man. all Australian bands. Yeah. I mean, it's just phenomenal, really. Dwayne McDonald, the guy who puts it on, yeah. and, he, and his organisation, they are, they're really great operators. Yeah. Hey, talk to me about backstage at Cairns, guys. Do the Angels deck themselves out in Hawaiian shirts? What's going on? You're drinking out of coconuts? What's going on? Uh, <laughs> no, my the answer is no, but uh, <laughs> we certainly had a great time, except Rick was not very well, but anyway, he yeah. got better. Um, and um, yeah, I've got to say, it's quite an interesting time for us because we're celebrating at the moment the 40-year anniversary of the Darkroom album, of 42 years later. Yes. And that two years is because of COVID. Mm. Uh, these shows have been cancelled, I think, three times over yes. this last two-year, two-and-a-bit-year period. Uh, but this time... They're on. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so we're very excited. Tell us about the difference between playing a festival for you guys, obviously both established Australian musicians, and then going from that to going and playing your own gigs at a pub. Just describe the magic of, you know, your own shows where it's a bit more grittier, you know, but people are really kind of hanging to see Yeah, you. in many ways it can't be beaten because what, what happens um, is that the audience are very intimate to, to you. You yeah. know, you, you might be playing to, you know, a thousand people, but they're all close, you know. Mm. Um, you know, tonight we're playing Chelsea Heights, which is one of the greats. Absolutely. You know, it's a fabulous stage, great acoustic room. Yeah. Uh, and, the, you know, it's sold out. So, you know, more of the same. Yeah, half Love our work's it. done. Yeah. <laughs> hey, how are the pipes holding up? Yeah, good, mate. Yeah. yeah, yeah I, I think um, I, I was talking to a mate of mine who's a comedian only recently. Yeah. And he was saying the hard thing for him was that you don't get to exercise, like you don't get to do, tell jokes or do your show. Whereas I was lucky enough that I could, we were doing a, bit, a few, we are doing those uh, streams. Yeah. And John and myself and Sam, we did a few streams together. And so you were mm. still able to, to keep flexing your muscles, you know, and, and keep working. It, so, yeah, um, and we also got hired by the yeah, Adelaide night. Symphony Orchestra last December and played to thousands of people at uh, Waverley Showgrounds. Yeah. Talk yeah. to me about that. How did that come together? What were rehearsals like? Because I mean, you know, you guys roll in, you know, you're the musos, and then you've got the Symphony Orchestra who are all by <laughs> sipping teas. You know, like what, what was the dynamic like? Well, the the, the common thing, but is uh, Rob John who who composed all of orchestral parts and conducts. Yeah, and he's amazing. And in a funny sort of way, you could say it started with uh, Rick and my grandfather because he started the first uh, symphony orchestra in South Australia way back. No, I'm not. Wow. Uh, So when we do the symphony show, we call it Symphony of Angels. When we do that show, and I watch this space because there's going to be more of these around around the whole country. Exclusive. But we walk on stage to a piece of my grandfather's symphony. No way. And, and then and then we take it away with After the Rain and go through the whole range of songs. Yeah. Not just the hits. Some some of the songs are more obscure, like uh, Dawn is Breaking. We do that with a symphony orchestra. Unbelievable. And Dave just does that song so well. Mm. He does them all well, by the way. But um, Absolutely, man. And, and yeah. And we do me. a little dedication to Doc in that show. Yeah, and, of course. 
Uh, yeah, it's a bit goosebump that one. Yeah, hmm. for me the uh, the big thing is I I find myself counting bars because you can't totally you can't, you can't throw hell? in an extra bar, right? <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, okay, it's eight from here. You know? <laughs> so I've yeah. got that in the back of my head because if you uh, if, if 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 we add in a part, the orchestra doesn't add in a part. They just stop when they exactly. get to the end. Exactly. Yeah, so the whole thing uh, just becomes a huge train wreck. But <laughs> but fortunately, that hasn't happened. It hasn't happened. Yeah, great. Yeah, everyone's so reliable. It's a you know really very together band. I bet, man. Mm. And hey, how was your onstage banter? Did you have to? Tw- what's the symphony orchestra crowd like? <laughs> you know, it's not people cheering uh, and like you know throwing beers around. No, it's a, oh, look, the good thing. The thing is with the angels, I don't do too much banter. So because it's all, I mean I went there to serve the songs and to. You know, to 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 represent yeah. them to the crowd yeah, as they yeah. were, and Doc wasn't one of those guys who was, oh, how you going, and yeah, all yeah, that yeah. type of stuff. He kind of kept it much more enigmatic. So I, I you know, because I, I went on with the Jets, I tell songs about the stories about the sure. songs because they're, they're part of me. But whereas with the Angels, it's just, how you going? Let's get into this. And I do all I want to do every night is just make sure I deliver them songs like just yeah. as good as I can and, and you do, man. do honour to the songs and to Doc's legacy, obviously. You do, man. Like the feedback we get, obviously, oh, geez, here mate. at Triple M is, is everybody is saying that, whether it be you guys yeah. playing Red Hot Summer Shows, yeah. when you guys did the Oztober in 2019 for us too. Yeah. I mean, what does it mean to you to have like someone like Dave singing these songs so powerful, so convincing? It's just like... Oh, it's incredible. It's incredible, you know? right? And, you know, I mean, Dave talks about stepping into Doc's shoes. I, I say that he came in his own shoes. Absolutely, <laughs> and, man. And, but he sings those songs great. He's got a similar kind of temp... What do you call it? Timbre? Timbre. In, in his voice. Oh, for sure, man. But mm. he doesn't sound like Doc, but he's got that range and, and it just works. Yeah, absolutely, works man. great. Hey, tell me, what's it like re-recording an album? Rick and I wanted to share those. We did three. We did Face to Face, No Exit, Dark Room, recorded yeah. them live as well as it cool. went in the studio and recorded them. Really just want to do a trilogy and yeah. share that, that, that those, uh, those albums with Dave. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and with my son Sam and Nick. So that they sort of experienced what mm. it was like to record. That was them. awesome. Oh yeah, was, uh, to be in there like with the track starting up, and because uh, yeah. I, uh, especially for Dark Room, I was like, uh, I was probably 13, 12, 13 when it came out. So it was kind of really so, an album I really connected with, you yeah. know. So mm. to be standing in the in the recording studio with the headphones on, and and waiting, doing counting myself in, here I come, yeah, and yeah, to be yeah. singing those songs. Yeah. Oh, you know, it's just, uh, it's, uh, they're kind of those moments that um, you, you, I guess you'll remember them forever as just being really special and to be yeah. part of, obviously the album was never going to do the same thing that the album course, did in yeah. the first place because that's the joy of bringing out albums. Yeah. But, uh, you know, to be to be a little part of, of its history was uh, is amazing. And But with that goes the same yeah. with all the albums. It's been touching on joy. What's it like being back out on the road and playing these? Are you guys getting, there's a kind of new sense of joy you're getting from a crowd? Like you feel like they've been quite starved? Can you tell that? Are they coming up to you after gigs? Does it feel- well, um, yeah, I think so. But yeah. uh, the thing is for us, I, I'm not exaggerating in saying that it. we always love what we do. Yeah. So. That whole period leading up to COVID, it was amazing. I mean, Dave's been in the band now eleven years. Yeah, I know. And and right off the bat, it was it was brilliant. And mm. we've got such a, I mean, you know, we lost Chris Bailey in that period, which is very very tragic. But yeah. you know, my son Sam stepped up the plate, and he's incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so you know, uh, it's really not that different. But I do get a feeling um, of from people that you know that they they have been starved for it, and yeah. you know. 
and gradually they're really realising that if they go and buy a ticket to an Angel show, it doesn't get cancelled on for two years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And know, that's right? what's been happening. We, yeah. played, we played a few weeks ago uh, in, um, was it, it was Adelaide, mm. and there would have been 30 young people, yeah. like between the ages of 15 and 19 with parents and stuff. So parents have started bringing their kids to gigs now, and I'm thinking maybe it's like, you know, Quick, let's get the kids to gigs. Let's get them in there yeah. and show them what this is all about and yeah. keep it happening and keep it alive. So, yeah, it was it was amazing. When we did um, when we did Blues Fest, uh, the amount of young people there, and of course they're getting their jollies because they're all singing No Way, Get Lost, yeah. and that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, um, but like we, um, I mean, we got such rave reviews for, for the show and there was such an energy in there. And as I say, to have all those young people now, who, who I guess maybe are thinking, hey, get out, get out and see live music because, yeah. um, you know, it can be taken away if, if, if something goes bad again. So, yeah, it was, uh, it's been great to have all these young young yeah. people in the crowds and that's great. And how are you finding touring? Is it easy to get back into the swing of things? I mean, you get in a couple of planes, you're like, God, how the hell do I do Well, this? when they fly <laughs> on time, <yeah. laughs> it, it's, it can be challenging at the moment, but it's all getting back to, you know, and, and of course weather can is a factor too, but we've had to... You know, change some air tickets and stuff, which hasn't been easy. Yeah, well, I've got to tell you a little quick story about the the gov. Let's let's do it. These three young guys, they play in a band together. Yeah, and two of them came in with their parents. They wanted, you know, very respectfully asked if they could come and meet us. Yeah. So they they come in and with their parents, handshakes, photographs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were very excited. They play angel songs. Cool. And I reckon they looked like sixteen. And so we, you know, they they left the room. And apparently the bass player who hadn't been with them when they came into the room burst into tears because he didn't get to meet oh, us. Bugger. So I, I said, bring him in. Yeah. And so they, the three of them then came in. Right. And apparently, you know, and he was all excited. And, yeah. And <laughs> then they, they left and apparently went outside the room and burst into tears again. Unreal. <laughs> Unreal. Well, I feel like there's like, you know, Gleeso from Nights. I feel like there's a real resurgence now in Australian rock. Like the yeah. kids that are yep. coming up are listening to the Angels, to the to the Jets. And yeah. I, I feel like you guys, you know, are really inspiring for these new young acts because, you know, now they can go on YouTube and watch you guys play live. Yeah. Go, go to these festivals. It's quite inspiring. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I remember many years ago, George Young, the great George Young, yeah. the genius George Young, you know, Angus and Malcolm's older brother. Yeah. And we, we were working with him and he said, you know, the thing is, John, rock and roll is not always fashionable, yes. but it's always there. Yeah. <laughs> and, right. and he's right. You know, over the, all these years, just look at it, you know, Rolling Stones are still out there and yeah. they're incredible. Well, and look, that's the other great thing about it is um, record companies used to be in the eighties and stuff when we had so many bands and so many venues, yeah. which kind of, they kind of go hand in hand, obviously. Yeah. Um, but record companies were out there looking for new Australian bands. They didn't care what was going on overseas. They were, and they were all excited about it. So it's all kind of dropped off a bit, but what hasn't dropped off is young guys and young people starting rock bands. And they're not going, oh, I've got a record deal or whatever. They're going, I love rock, so yeah. I'm going to play rock, you know. And it's not about the fashion. It's about the the actuality of getting in there and rocking out. Hell yeah, man. What, what are you looking forward to the most about these shows? Oh, well, look, that's, a, that's a hard question to answer because it's um, – because we just like the whole experience, you yeah. know. I mean, from the moment we walk on. I mean, it's it's an interesting thing because what we're doing at the moment is we're doing the Dark Room album as a show. Yeah. Uh, and that's nine songs because mm. Dark Room had nine songs. And and then we 
we take a break, which is probably a good idea because I play the harmonica in uh, Devil's Gate. Oh, bro, you need to lie down, man. <laughs> close, you need to lie close down, bro. Close my lungs out. <laughs> yeah, 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 so yeah, the yeah. little break's kind of a good thing. I can get my breath back. Yeah. But um, it's really interesting to do the album as a show, and then we take this break, and then we come back on with all the other songs, you know. Mm. Some of them more obscure, some of them, you know, a lot of hits. Uh, the whole experience is great. It's a long show, I can tell you that. I like how you guys mix up the set list, you know. It's easy for bands just to play the same thing, but yeah, I like yeah. how you guys, you know, really mix it Such up. There's so many songs. I yeah. mean, this is the thing. It's, and that must uh, be exciting for you yeah. because you're a diehard fan and now you're at the front of the van. Exactly. There's 15 songs that we, they could change out. That John and Rick, obviously, they, they're the musical directors. Yeah. But they could change them over now and I'd just be like, man, unreal, I get to do these songs again. So there's yeah. probably more, you know. It's just uh, such a... Such a huge back catalogue of great songs. Absolutely, man. We did it last week. It was Steve, our um, lighting guy in New South Wales. It was his birthday. So he said, oh, you got to play Straight Jacket. And I was like, oh. Oh, okay. Maybe I'll play this for a year or two. It's Triple M Aussie around the country, lucky enough to be joined by the Angels. Now, Gleeso, uh, I'm kind of helping out in Adelaide this week, and I couldn't help but notice, obviously you're playing the Screaming Jets as well. Now, there's a lot of high demand for you and the Angels, but I came across this during the week. 30th anniversary tour of the Screaming Jets, and we had a look at the dates, and hello, no Adelaide, oh, no Adelaide oh, date. And we did. I looked at Rue, and I said, what, too hard to drive down the hill, is it? Yeah. Oh, buddy. That was 24 yes. hours so, ago. what are you going to announce there, Gleeso? Well, We've got a show, um, have we? We're excited to announce that the Jets are adding a special preview yes, show in Adelaide yes. on July the seventh at the Gov. Well, Thank you very much. Session. Now we got some diehard Angels fans that got word of this. Lyndon, Lyndon is in Hoppers Crossing, mate. You have uh, Gleeso and John Brewster from the Angels, mate. I believe you have a proposition for the band. I do, I do, Matty. Oh, you're spot on, man. I'm just ringing up. They are my favourite all-time Aussie band, man. Without a doubt, man. I'd like them to play at my fiftieth, mate. Can they come and play at my fiftieth? <laughs> oh. Hey? Weddings, parties, anything. We'll do it. <laughs> That's the go. I'll put on a big spread, man. I'll get all the boys around. I'll even build up a stage. And... <laughs> Mate, I, I think we're bit. Oh, are we busy that day? What date's oh, that? Come on, come what on. What's on? What's on your rider? What's on? Tell me what's on your rider. I'll oh. make it happen. <laughs> Pretty boring these days, the rider. <laughs> <laughs> we'll all put in personal riders. What's the setup? What's the setup at your place, Lyndon? Oh, I've got the best man cave. You can even crash out in that stuff. I've got a massive, <laughs> massive TV. Hey, I've got keg on. I'll put it, whatever keg you want, I'll put it on the tap for you boys. Oh, good man. We'll have to keep it in mind. Yeah, Linda, yeah. they might be busy, mate. You might need to do a road trip. Yeah, hey, mate, if you can't make it, a road trip sounds to go. No dramas. Another one won't hurt. Awesome, Linda. Thanks so much for your call, man. Happy days. Enjoy. Lads, thanks so much Cheers. for joining me, Triple M Aussie. Gleeso, great friend of mine. It's so good to mate, see you in person. My pleasure. Killing it on the radio everywhere. And John, man, it's lovely to meet you in person. Lovely I'm, to meet it's, you. Oh, it's, it's always been a bucket list thing for me. I'm excited for you guys and can't wait to get along to a show. We're playing at the same night tonight. We're actually playing 15 minutes down the road in Frankston. Yeah. So, might so, have to hook up after. Yeah, we might see an Independent Highway driving All you down. Right. So, guys, so, thanks so much for coming to Triple M Aussie. Thanks, Matty. Cheers, mate. Thanks, Matty.